cellular level. So I've been working with Horizon Lines, one of my 21-day sessions. And in Horizon Lines, I ask participants and myself to look at the sky, look at the earth, and that liminal line, that sort of elusive line that looks like it's straight, but it tips over into the unknown. I try really hard to just choose three colors then to sort of capture that um, horizon line. So I'll take some images of the horizon, like looking out at where the sky meets the land as best I can. In Michigan, we have, it's pretty flat in a lot of places, so it's easy to do. And also at Lake Michigan, also easy to do. So looking out there and then sort of squinting my eyes at the at the photo and trying to just choose one color for the sky, let's say in marker, one color for the earth or the ground, and then one color for that liminal line in between. So three colors. And you'd think that would be easy, right? Blue sky, green ground, and some elusive color to go for the horizon line. That's the line that goes straight across where it looks like they meet. It's really tricky. I like to use a lot of color. And so for me, it's, I kind of live in, so I live in my own duality, right? I have, you know, a lot of color, as little color as possible. So what I'm trying to do is connect in with that. Do that one simple thing every day. Take that photo and then recreate it in marker or in watercolor. So that's what I'm working on right now. So choosing those three colors. And like I just said, it's it's trickier than it sounds because the sky isn't just one color blue and the ground isn't just one color brown or green. And especially here in the fall in Michigan, the vibrancy of variety of colors. So it's that idea of slowing down and finding something simple. It's kind of like in meditation, when you allow the thoughts to sort of ping around or float through like a cloud or, or be there, but not necessarily, you acknowledge them, but you move them on. So it's sort of like that. It's, it's looking out into the horizon and calmly just choose a color, choose a color blue choose a color for the ground brown or green or whatever it is and then choose a color where the lines connect where the sky and the earth seemingly connect and it's really fun to play with that and I will watch myself just like in meditation get really agitated because I want to attach right I want to attach to the exact blue the exact color of that line where it meets the exact color of the ground well if you look at the ground at any one time you know, there's like 5 million colors, right? So I'm noticing that to slow down and to intentionally look for just one. And it's in this case, it's three, one color for the sky, one color for the earth, one color for the line. And I know I'm repeating that, but that's what I have to do to pull myself back in, just like in meditation, pull myself back to the breath, right? Pull yourself back in and out and say gray blue choose it greenish brown choose it and that line in between white or yellow or black 
depending. So with that, I like to see how my 21 day sessions are connecting back in. So, so it's kind of this back and forth, right? I started these sessions, they sort of came out of looking, observing, and now I've done the classes for a while. And so I start to reconnect back in with, well, how does art imitate life or how is life imitating art playing around with that? I can feel myself moving that sort of back and forth movement, that toggling back and forth between stopping to notice and just noticing that one thing and then allowing it to get bigger again. And, and so attaching and detaching, attaching and detaching, which I, I wrote, I, I used to write, um, I have uh, acapella affirmation, affirmations that I wrote a while back and this one came up again today. Here it is. Attaching, detaching, and letting it go. Attaching, detaching, just go with the flow. <clears throat> and I'll sing that to myself. I have a couple of different acapella aff affirmations. And so going with the flow and attaching to something and then detaching. And I've, I have recently shifted once again to another part-time job. So I left the schools where there was a lot of energy, a frenetic energy and difficult energy and power over energy. And I wasn't able to really get to the students, which was the reason I went back into the schools for a while. And I thought maybe that would be my return to the school systems. But it was really good for me to see that it's, it's not the right place anymore. So that idea of going back into the past and, and pulling from my past information, past things that I've done, what I have a degree in, education. But the my sensibilities were knocked off kilter to the point where the, the cellular level, I would go in and I could start to feel that vibration that was way too high. It doesn't connect in with my own um, one of my mentors used to call that congruency. It wasn't congruent with my own energy. So if you picture like a sound wave, right? One that's just kind of mellow and the other one that's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And I was having to go into that up and down energy and I just, I, it, it didn't, it didn't connect. It wasn't congruent. You couldn't even find like a matching point, you know, like, like in music when there's the in music, when you count one, two, three, four, you can also count one and two and three and four and, or one and a two and a three and a four and a one and a two and a three and a four. Those, those different beat patterns are still within the, the idea of four, four counts to a beat. So if you picture that stepping into an energy that's, let's say an energy of four, that I was at and the energy of, um, seven, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you try to match that with one, two, three, four. Now you probably could find a way to make that work because you can in music, you can find all ways to make it work. But for me, that congruency of sound and vibration and energy of children and energy of very stressed out teachers, very stressed out administrators. I couldn't step myself into that energy and find any kind of flow. So I took myself out. I stepped out, even talking about it, you know, just makes me tired. 
on a cellular level, on an energetic level. And so I saw a job go by for the library and I thought to myself, there it is. There's something mellow. There's something part-time. There's something... I'll have to let go of some things, just like letting go of all of the beautiful colors. I'm going to have to let go of my star power, right? My, my, I want to be seen. I want to be fabulous. I want the kids to know me. I want everyone to see me. I do have that in my, in my sensibilities, but the older I get, the less I need that, the, the less my ego needs that, and the more my internal self needs a calmer pace, a simplification of color. Um, here's what you do today. One of the questions I asked when I interviewed at the library was, are there ever emergency situations where you have to run around frantically while you're trying to do 10 other things? And all the women in the, in the group that was um, interviewing me looked at each other and said, it's the library. That doesn't happen here. And I got to tell you, even right now, just take a deep breath with that. I said, yeah, this is where I need to be. Now, there is another side of me that's looking at all the colors, like I just said. And I'm like, but you won't be doing projects. But you won't be doing this. But you won't be doing that. But you won't be, you know, okay, ego, needing to be seen. I like to be on the stage. I like to teach. I like to perform. I like to have a good time and have fun. But I told that part of myself, you know what, you can just float by over here. I'm going to have four days a week where I'm not working at the library. And those four days can be for this podcast, for my 21 day sessions, for my music performing, for time with my husband, time at home, time to cook. So I'm like, you know what, Sue, you're going to get to all those things, Susan. It's going to be able to happen. You're going to be able to do that. But let's put one thing on the plate that's a nice, simple line, very few colors. Here's what you come in and do, and then you leave. The people are in that flow. The people coming into the library are in that flow. The children that are crying and screaming in the corner are not my responsibility. They, so that energy doesn't attach to me or I don't allow it to because whoever's watching those children is in charge of that energy. And so really sort of fun way, this morning I was writing in my journal, that cellular level, on a cellular level, I knew I needed change. On a cellular level, I know what my vibration is. And to take advantage of that and to really mindfully step in and say, it's okay to put the books on the shelf in the Dewey Decimal System order. It's okay to go into the computer and put in someone's information to check in. It's okay to stand and talk with a colleague for a moment without it being frenetic. So it's been really interesting to sort of talk through this and notice music, art, a little bit of dance. This morning I was able to get myself up and do my movement. Oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say here. I was listening to Tara Lever, who is an artist, and she was talking about holding the brush loosely. 
It looks like she's holding it tightly, but holding the brush loosely for an exercise. And that's what I do in the morning with my morning dance, holding my body loosely. There's time, there's, there's a time to work out aerobic, aerobically and, you know, burn that energy off. But there's also that time that I don't think we spend, I know we don't spend a lot of, and it's not really acceptable in the society for some reason, but our bodies are telling us our joints are inflamed. We're eating sugar. We're, we're eating, you know, breads and piling on the carbs. And because we feel like we need to fill ourselves up. I mean, I'm just coming from my perspective, but what about the clear liquids and the fluid dance of just allowing your joints to move? So next time on the podcast, I'll talk about a Nia dance technique where you just move each of the joints. There's also the uh, fascia or fascia, I'm not sure how you say it, that, that connective tissue, that web that connects your body. And instead of ripping and tearing on that, what about gently moving that? So all of this podcast is about moving back into that gentle flow of cellular energy, of coming back to the breath noticing that one simple thing of choosing to notice and allowing all of the other things to still be a part of your life and be there but let them be set aside for a while so that you can come back into center and you can breathe in that calmer energy not everyone resonates with this this is where I am in my energy flow this is important to me to have this energy flow yours might be very different So what if you did take a look at the beat patterns? How does your heart beat? What do you notice when you take a moment to count and breathe and notice? And how can you bring the rest of your life into that congruency where it fits into that energetic pattern? There's different energy patterns at different times of life, I'm sure. But what if you got to know your own energy pattern your own cellular vibration and worked with that. So that's what I'm going to play around with. That's what I'm going to think about and probably talk more about in future podcasts as well. So let me know how you are. I would love to hear. Thank you for listening. And here's to your energetic day.